I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Beller. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And that man, Pete Donaldson's here. Yes. And you're here. Let's get on with it. Everybody, yeah, football ramble time. Come on now, <laughs> Jim. Hello, there's a big smile on your face. Yeah, there is. Oh, dear, pull your trousers up and we'll talk about Arsenal versus Chelsea in just a minute. But before we do that, big Wenger mm. and his gun guns they they marked his 20th anniversary in charge. Those of guns Arsenal. were loaded, man. They were. They were firing at will. Yeah. Clips everywhere. They were yeah. shooting to thrill. And didn't they just... Arsenal, uh, yeah, they celebrated his 20th anniversary in wonderful fashion. And I was very pleased for Wenger because, like we say, he's been handed a damp squib more than once for his uh, <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> By Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely. 
But it's partly his own fault. Like, <laughs> like, he, he wasn't handed that. Here's what you he, did. He could affect it. Yeah. Like, to be fair, like, yeah. some sort of like anniversary present after 15 years of a, of a, of a dead marriage. Yeah. It's his own fault as well. But anyway, I'm not taking it away from him because he had a good time this time round. Well, if you could introduce a new date or anniversary that would be celebrated or noted in the footballing calendar. What would you choose, Jim? Well, the, the Premier League is a beast now, isn't it? It's this massive, huge, global, like mega money thing, mm. um, and it's a phenomenon, and it's brilliant. And mega blah, money blah, blah, thing. Blah. That sounds like a Puff Daddy album yeah. <laughs> from like the late nineties. <laughs> mega money thing. Mega money thing. Yeah. P so Diddy. It's like the last hour in Pete's radio show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it wasn't always like this, was it? Even in the, even you know in the relatively early days of the Premier League, there was still an innocence to it, and I would like to perhaps actually. Uh, make younger listeners aware of this for the first time. See an acknowledgement of the Lee Sharp barbecue. You guys, you guys remember oh, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lee Sharp uh, used to have a fan club, and if you were in the fan club, you would go around his house, and his brother would be there, and uh, and th- th- you'd have a little barbecue with Lee Sharp. Which is, I mean, that that's like doing that with. Like Marcus Rashford now, isn't it? It's, just, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, we talked about this at yeah. great length on the show before, but Lee Sharp was a superstar player, but it was, yeah. him, it was him and Ryan Giggs, wasn't it? Yeah. And I guess you could probably draw parallels between their respective careers and how they got on and how they didn't. Um, but <laughs> imagine, I can't really imagine. I saw an interview with Marcus Rashford over the weekend. He seems like such a lovely young he, man. He really is. Well, he's yeah. quite an excited footballer because he's so raw, but I don't yeah. want to see any raw food at the barbecue. <laughs> no, All right? Not mid-season. No, no. no. Seasoning, yes. <laughs> Definitely seasoning, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Luke, what about you? I thought we should uh, potentially uh, always mark from now on today oh. because it's a very important day, the 26th of oh. December, uh, September as we... December, <laughs> Boxing Day. No, the, 20, <laughs> the 26th of September as we record this because this is the day that officially mm. FIFA have uh, have completely got rid of racism. Well, hang on. Oh, yeah, amazing. I was about to say, it's, it's, the, it's the end of racism. Yeah, it no today. longer exists. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and that's um, why FIFA... Either that or they've, they've embraced it. Stick on Ebony and Ivory, let's go on. The, yeah, the, the, the anti-racism task force mission, according to FIFA, has been completely fulfilled. <laughs> uh, the, chair, the, chair, the chair of the task force, uh, the, the brilliantly named Constant Omar... <laughs> um, he held, didn't constantly was, do administrators on. How many meetings? Yeah, he's been. Remember, he was been um, just over a year, I think, in charge of the task force, the anti-racism task force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't take him long. Which I saw uh, one news outlet. I forget which they refer to it as the racist task force. Yeah. Which I, think it's, I think it's something completely different. No. Uh, but the anti-racism task force, run by Constant Omar. How many meetings do you think he chaired in the year and a half that he was uh, head of the, head of the task? I'm going to be generous and say three. Well, pr- well, presumably he's in charge of it, so he has to chair everyone. Well, how many? Meetings. Well, how, how many, many meetings were there? Two? Is no, the question. Yeah, that two. is the question. Yeah, that's literally oh. the question. Yeah. Oh, t- yeah. uh, seven. Would you say three? Would you say two? Zero. <laughs> what, there were no meetings. I, said, I knew no. three would be generous. I didn't realise it would be very generous. No meetings, according to several news outlets. And then when people start to smell a rat and write him letters to ask him why there have been no meetings so far, ignore them. <laughs> no response. No racism. Wow. No response. Well, yeah. Why? Um, what? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and kick it out. I've, 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 I've announced that um, last year alone there were 393 incidents, mm. uh, racist incidents in football in the UK only. Because mm. we always get on the back of yeah, you know, elsewhere in Europe and blah yeah. blah. There's a lot of problems here in the UK as well. Um, two years before that, it was like there were only 77. So if anything, you could argue it's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting Christ. worse. Mm. FIFA uh, aren't bothered. They've sorted it all out. So let's all yeah. celebrate the end of racism on the 26th of September every year. And that's my answer. I think FIFA. Yeah, you could imagine uh, Constant Omar just saying. Oh, t- People are just getting touchier. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are just, I am constantly Omar. Very good. Mm. And I cannot find the meeting room. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Book it, mate. Don't know. Book it. It's on. I, I don't have access to that calendar. I can't get involved maybe in that. Like My secretary's when, um, confused. Maybe it's like when Gareth Keenan in the office has to investigate something mm. going wrong. He doesn't get his own office. He, says, he has to use the boardroom like once a week. Mm. That's all he gets. I think he probably just turned around and went, there's a meeting room. Yeah. Um, Peter, wow. what have you got? Um, I'd probably mark the anniversary of um, David Dunn's Rabona. Oh yes, like very that. good in the uh, very in good. the West Midlands derby, Birmingham Villa. Yeah, he'd been watching Robbie Baggio on the telly, hadn't he? Yeah. Not very closely. He'd he... been playing Baggio's magical kicks. <laughs> Baggio's magical kicks, where you couldn't even administer a Rabona. No. And uh, yeah, he was he was he was having his breakfast and he was telling his missus, "I'm going to do it today." And she's gone, "Don't do it today." Listen, I'm, I'm, you're not I, good at it. You're I'm not good at it. I realise I'm in a massive glass house saying this, but I will throw this one stone. Uh, David Dunn's breakfast went on for a while, didn't it? So again, do <laughs> it. <laughs> Didn't it? Endless, well, maybe you should have been practising the Rabona. Yeah. Should have eaten them sausages. <laughs> he probably thought the Rabona was some sort of Italian sausage. That's why he signed up to it. <laughs> he gets a bone at the end of it, like a dog. <laughs> the man was a professional footballer. And he, he, did laugh about, he did laugh about himself oh, afterwards. He's yeah. a great sport. Yeah. Fair do. Well, you'd have to be. Imagine if you really kind yeah. of were belligerent about it. He got off and went, David Dunn. Yeah. And the groundsman came and I went, I'm charging you for that divot. <laughs> <laughs> Those divots don't replace themselves. Oi, you know? oi, oh. That's a divot. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I would you, I would have an anniversary for this, and it's, it would be a great one to celebrate because everyone could easily get involved. Because it's quite funny when fans do, um, uh, you know, the, often at the end of the season, it's a fancy dress yeah. occasion, mm, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, so people could, could quite easily get involved with, with this. Do you remember the man with the toothbrush in his mouth behind yeah. the dugout? Yeah. At Stamford Bridge. At Stamford Bridge. Yeah. yeah. It was glorious. Just brushing his teeth. <laughs> Where was he spitting that? Well, people, I, maybe he's you... just doing it dry. Maybe he just had a yeah. bit of like fur at the back of his teeth. He's like, get, get rid of that. Well, so one day every year you're saying that people should bring toothbrushes to the game. Yeah. yeah. That'd yeah. be quite sinister. Why? I'd, I'd like it, but it's it'd be interesting to look at. Why is it sinister? At. What, what, tens of thousands that of people noise? brushing just their teeth brushing You their just teeth. sort of hear it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'd be quite loud, though. Well, I don't yeah. think many at once. I'm not suggesting there should be a communal brush. What are you saying? Then? I'm just saying, like, bring your toothbrush along and wave it in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you I can fashion weapons really. out of those in prison. Shanks, so, yeah. 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 How? That's how you make shanks. I'm not telling people how to make shanks, but it involves you... burning the end of it, melting it, and then putting a razor blade in it, if you must know, Marcus. Yeah. Then you attack the Achilles heel, I'm not... and they can't walk again. All I'm right? not telling people how to make shanks, and then you went and did it. Yeah. No, no, just an addendum to that. You can also slit the throat. Yeah, you? That, yeah if you want. Yeah, yeah. People do that. My yeah. giddy aren't. That's how it goes, mate. Uh, I I think I've got the points, actually. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, okay, Luke's got the points. Thank you very much. Do we have any any, uh, listeners from prison? Don't email in. (laughs) (laughs) Can they? Yeah, of course they will be. Oh, you're planning on a little stint, are you? (laughs) 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 You Make it easy for yourself. King of prison! (laughs) Forming your little alliances already? Yeah. (laughs) The next Ramble Live is in Wormwood Scrubs. Yeah, Yeah, a bit like Johnny Cash. And we can, only do it, we can only do it for an hour because that's all Pete gets for exercise time. <laughs> <laughs> Get it all ready. Seriously, we, he can't sound check. He ain't got time. <laughs> and then a drone takes me away. Yay. Unprisonable. <laughs> <laughs> and then you meet up with Morgan Freeman afterwards yeah. on the beach in Mexico. <laughs> that's the one. Beautiful. Let's move on to the Premier League. Now Luke's got the points. Arsenal got the points against Chelsea. Now Jimbo. <laughs> Come on. You, you've, you've taken a bit of stick from oh, me. Oh, that was an enjoyable afternoon. I'm not even going to let you finish. We <laughs> didn't even let you do the pre-recorded uh, response to an no, after win. Cause well, we didn't I, just, think... I just couldn't envision it. No. I need to have a bit more faith. I um, said that you but... should be happy with uh, Arsenal 
nick in a last minute lucky draw. Yeah, but I didn't have to be because how wrong I was. You, d- nice. you dicked them, didn't you? Mm. Um, feel good, Con- Lovely little dink. Conte was fuming. He was, Absolutely yeah. Fuming. I mean, he's always like that anyway, isn't he? But this is one of the things I said, like, uh, on the show, like, largely in jest, but you know, you never know what it's like with, with, with a new manager. Maybe, that you know, your guy will just, will, will get the better of them, have something mm. over them, and um, and long may that continue. <laughs> I, I, Chelsea, I mean, I, obviously, I, we're not going to take anything away from after the way you're on the show, Jim, because you're enjoying the win, and rightly so, but Chelsea have got... Problems, Problems. <laughs> <laughs> but all of a sudden, because they were playing quite well Peach, a few Peach, games ago, Pete's portent came true. What? He said, it, "Okay, here it happens in threes." Happens in threes. Yeah, and and he, got, he, he really did get his pants pulled down again, didn't he? Yeah, yeah but, but that, well, you said that last the last time wasn't a pants pulling yeah, down. So, so we got another so one. We got to another look look <laughs> so you got another one on the horizon. Cahill's <laughs> thinking, "When's this all going to end?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I loved um, Ozil's goal because it was like. He'd rather give the ground an assist yeah. than, than actually score. <laughs> you knew it was Arsenal's day when that one went in, because yeah. Ozil's got all the technique in the world, and he was a joy to watch against Chelsea, but he massively scuffed that yeah. one, and it's looped over Whee! the keeper. Yeah. Fantastic. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, but did you just call Gary Cahill Gary Cahill? No, it's just Cahill. What, as a Cahill. I'm trying to just focus on ships. I'd love it if he came out of the weekend and we just Cahill on the back of his shirt. So. <laughs> Fantastic. Gary's Cahill. Oh, that's something for the, for the live show, Listen, isn't it? In my experience, they only go on for about half an hour. He's just been going for three weeks and counting. He keeps replenishing. Yeah. Gary Gale is not on Kermin. Let's oh, just, just make that very clear. Just a bit more, just take the edge off. No, Gary. <laughs> no, Gary, no, that match. is the edge. That's what the edge is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Theo Walcott scored. He did. I, that's like me scoring. Brilliant. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> no, to be fair, he's you know he's he's got his head down and, and he's he's been in good form of late. Theo Walcott. And that was a that was a great move. It was probably the best move of the game. That and it was great to, to see him uh, in there to finish it off. He was due a really goal. Slick. He was due he a goal was... in a big game. Doesn't yeah. that always happen at the start of the season? Then he's you know he gets his new deal around Christmas, insists on playing up top, and, and then, then, then and then for three months. Yeah, then after yeah. three he, months, he then he comes back terribly. Right now, does he? Yeah, Make your mind up, Theo. He? He's changed his mind. Yeah, because okay. he, he played up front. He's like, oh, this is really hard. <laughs> a woman's prerogative. <laughs> he, he went on for about three years about how he wanted to play up the middle, didn't he? Mm. Don't like that anymore. Don't yeah, fancy that. Throw it out the right. Yeah, I want to play on the right now. But he got a goal. He got his goal. He got yeah. a lovely goal. Mm. Although Didier Drogba was... It, it was a backhanded compliment. He, he tweeted Theo Walker congratulating him on his goal, but also said in the tweet, it is easy for the mouses to dance when the cats aren't there. Is, I mean, is that backhanded? Playing, is that even backhanded? He's playing, well. ML, he's playing MLS. There are no cats. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from him. Well, <laughs> yeah. Bradley Wright Phillips. Yeah, true. Have a bit of respect. Well, both the Wright Phillips, I believe. Is that what you say when you get excited? Bradley Wright Phillips. <laughs> Gordon <laughs> Bennett. <laughs> My giddy aunt. Bradley Wright Phillips. Bradley Wright Phillips, I've done it again. <laughs> we, we hear a lot about your giddy aunt, actually, don't yeah. we? She's, so. a, she's a wonderful woman. Yeah. Drogba was caught up in a bit of argy-bargy himself, though. Saw it, enjoyed it. Did you? <laughs> enjoyed it very much. He apologised quite soon after. Was it was it? up there with the old... It wasn't quite as bombastic as a, it's an effing disgrace. It's mm. a disgrace. But he, was, but he was caught on camera um, <laughs> giving the old pointy finger to two Red Bull Mice. New York fans. Yeah, to yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget that Red Bull. Uh, if that game was at Red Bull New York, that was when I saw the legendary coach. Coach, yeah. woo! Yeah, that's so right. If it, it was at that stadium, I can't remember if it was in Montreal or in New York. I think it might have been in New York. I if think it was. was in New York. If it was, a stadium that's seen lots of fun things over the years. <laughs> we like fun things as we well. Do. But he was. He was. He, I think he did apologise afterwards. But at the time, he was fuming. He was. Absolutely. I don't Don't know how he got into that part of the stadium. 
<laughs> no, because because I think what Can't happened flat. was he walked off down to go down the um, the tunnel. Right. And then there's some stairs right next to the tunnel where these two fans were. Yeah. And so he just, I think he just took an about turn, went up the stairs, <laughs> and then the security guy had to step in and give it and, and stop him. Popped on a high vis. Yeah. Locked up. I, very, very I, I don't know how he got there because. I, I forgot um, where it happened. I just assumed that he was at the side of the pitch. And I thought, yeah. well, as a professional footballer, yeah. well, he's playing for Montreal now, so I bet he wonders how he got there as well. <laughs> <laughs> how would I get here? Oh boy! Yeah, it's a good standard, and leave it alone. Yeah, I've got, no, I've got no problem with it. Don't mind it. Yeah, <laughs> don't mind it. Don't mind a bit of the end of the MLS on on a, on, a, on a Sunday night. You don't do you? Uh, Chelsea, they haven't won in the league in their last three games. They started so well. They what? did. It's straight after that Swansea. When, when Mourinho's United lost three in a week, people were going, "Is Mourinho finished?" I got I got e- those annoying PR emails into my box going, "Oh, Mourinho for the chop." <laughs> And 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 Conte's <laughs> on the same thing. No, it's the, only, incredible. the only the only chop he's getting is a juicy one at Wings. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> After that big win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but a bit more on Arsenal, Jim, because it, yeah. it, this is your time. It was just, it was just, I made the what? most of it because it won't be on <laughs> yeah. next week. Well, Hector, Hector Bellerin said after the game that it was it was um, brilliant for them to be able to sort of execute their game plan and sort of play with that fluidity and uh-huh. and, and sort of feel in control. He, he in particular was brilliant. He was there was a point where he sort of dashed back for about. A, a billion yards, I think it was roughly, um, <laughs> to to dispossess. I think Eden Hazard, and uh, yeah, so yeah, in that standing game. But it's it's nice to hear the players talking with some confidence about their own game plan and just because part of Arsenal's problem over the last couple of seasons really has been like not being good enough. Well, not being good enough, but also that they they lack identity. We've said it on the show so many times, and that kind of like you know the the intricate passing and 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 all the stuff that they became associated with had sort of disappeared a bit. But in this game, that was absolutely back to its best. And um, if they can if they can keep that form going build up a bit of confidence then then great well, my, my highlight I mean I guess if I was trying to think of it from an Arsenal fan's point of view is just that everyone stepped up look Koscielny played well mm-hmm. Mustafi played well Ozil played well Sanchez played well Bellerin was excellent Walcott was, was decent they, they really did sort of um you know, attack Chelsea and, and just not let them settle at yeah. all. And Chelsea don't have that swagger at the moment. And to be fair to Wenger, I think sometimes gets you know, fall short and gets, has been caught up a little bit and caught out a bit in more recent years. He he clearly saw that. He knew that Chelsea weren't the most confident mm. side. He knew they had weaknesses at right back with Ivanovic and Cahill is struggling at the moment for form, possibly partly because of Ivanovic. And he knew that Matic isn't in any sort of form, for example. You know, so. I think they deserve an immense amount of credit. They all stepped up and they all play well. And it's not very often, I don't want to have a dig at Arsenal on, on today of all those, but it's not very often mm. that they all step up and perform, is it, at the same time? Mm. They, so, sh- they should be making the most of the nicer pitches in your August and September's. So they can play the Hudson game, can't they? You say that, Pete, and, and they've got Burnley away at the weekend, haven't they? Ooh. Next one up, so could, could all come crashing down again. It wasn't the only 3-0 that happened in the Premier League. Southampton... 3-0 yeah. away to, to West Ham. 11 Another goals. chapter in the uh, story of the most successful stadium <laughs> transition in history. Yeah. 11... Not that famous term, yeah. the old stadium migration. Oh, we're shooting for that award at the end of the season. <laughs> uh, 11 goals in three games is laughable, according God. to Mark Noble. I saw a brilliant bit. I, I actually, to be fair to Noble, I don't really like... We've, we've taken, the, taken the mick out of Joe Hart for fronting up, in quotes, and, yeah. and being painfully honest. In, mm. But Noble does care about West Ham, and he yeah, clearly, he's, really, he's really hurting about it. And I, I, and it was good for him to, to, to show just how passionate he is for the club. And if I was a fan of West Ham, I would have enjoyed that. But did you see West Ham Fan TV? Uh, there's a great clip of some guy. It was yeah, the they, most... are, they are taking the heat off us. They it's are brilliant. big time. <laughs> but Jim, it was the most cockney thing I've ever seen. 
it was a, it, this guy was obviously being really annoyed and really cockney and another West Ham fan walked up behind him just uh, tapped him on the shoulder the, the presenter said I don't know what you're talking to him for he's making the club look but laughing stop he's a mug and then he hit him really hard on the chest <laughs> and like, then, jog on mate smack and then the uh, sort of pundit was brilliant in the first place just went yeah, stroll on, mate. Stroll on, Bilo, yeah? Stroll on, mate. <laughs> and, the, and then the presenter kind of just kind of shrunk a little bit. He's going, I'm going to say what I want about a club. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. It was, it was, it was in, in a way, well, it made it worse. At least they're not... <laughs> I'm off to Stratford. Yeah. I'm off to the Westfield. Yeah. At least they're not fighting with their fists. No. Week. Well, we yeah. don't know that. We've no, never true. seen it. Is that the plea on the uh, loudspeaker? Look... Because you, you, you have to wean people off on it. You've got do, to fight. Do it with rhyming slang. Do it with an open, uh, you know, open, open fist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are about. They are in lots of trouble. They're in huge and, amounts of trouble. You know, with with the um, with the sort of uh, individuals they've got running the club. Choose my words carefully. There, they've given. I think it was Brady or one of them gave mm. Bilic a, a vote of confidence today. Mm. Oh. And you know what that's like. He certainly well, his, do. his face, uh, as, it, as it all sort of unravelled, he looked like a man just just bereft of ideas of what yeah. to do next. He, he looks like... Pundit, uh, he, he, yeah. <laughs> He's a no, good he, pundit. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he just he looked like he couldn't believe what his players were doing out there in front of him because they yeah. were second to everything. They just, they just looked sluggish and sort of, like, scared. Playing a team of absolute little slugs as well. <laughs> Can't believe Only it. according <laughs> to you. I mean, West, they are, they're in real trouble. I mean, that's four on the belts they've lost in, in the Premier League. And it's, mm. you know, it's their worst start for a very long time. It's, it's a shame because of the good work they did last season. Yeah. And that they, successful stadium migration. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But it was a shame because I think most neutrals thought, you know, they've got, well, they had the chance of European football, didn't, obviously didn't yeah. take that. You know, new stadium, so much was said about the new stadium, you just think, right, finally, it's in. It's a bit like seeing Gareth Bale in, the Real, in a Real Madrid shirt. Finally, he's there, well, let's see him do his stuff. Well, especially yeah. when a lot of their better players, certainly last season, or overperformed, the, the players who would either come of age or, or come of quality and overperform, possibly, mm. they stayed on, didn't they? Because yeah, they yeah. wanted to play in the new stadium and that was a big deal for them. Well, Pyatt's one of them. Pyatt's a very good example and he's not really set the Premier League on fire this no, season, has he? Yeah, big time in the League Cup as well. They scored very mm. late on. Pyatt mm. um, scored a free kick, didn't he, against Accrington Stanley? Mm. They don't look in good shape at all. It's difficult to put your finger on what exactly's gone wrong because I think they had Winston Reid back for that game at the mm. weekend. Yeah, but he well. absolutely shell shocked. He, he did. Well. He did. Yeah. And, is and, it right back or left back? They have no body. <laughs> it's, it's one of the, it's one of the flanks anyway. Well, sorry, Cresswell's uh, left back, of course, not not right back. But yeah, it, it is a bit of a shame, as I said, for the the, the neutral, or certainly a shame for West Ham fans because they're in the new stadium and you thought. Yeah. Oh, Will they be uh, challenging again for European football yeah. because of the we've amount had of our answer? We've, we've <laughs> had our answer very early on because of the amount of quality now at the top end of the league with Conte coming in and, and Guardiola, and Mourinho at Manchester United. Um, uh, you know, Koeman doing some good stuff at Everton and uh, and all the rest of it, and Pochettino carrying his work with with Spurs. Would West Ham also give those teams just something to think about when they play them? I'm not saying West Ham are going to start challenging for top four. I think that would be a little bit. But that's that is their stated aim, though, isn't it? Karen Brady mm. has said they want to win the Premier League. Like they, they want to use the stadium as a, as a, something to build on. And obviously, every club um, a can be ambitious, pad. and you know how realistic it is um, is one thing. But um, yeah, I mean, they, they have, their stated aim is is understandably high, so that is exactly what they're trying to do. And it is, it, it, from a neutral point of view, it's disappointing, isn't it? Because they were great last season. It's, but, it's great but, when you I see mean, a team sort of you know just play above themselves like that and announce themselves. And it, hopefully, they will sort of arrest this slump. Well, it's one or the other. One way you think, right, it's just into a new stadium, so it's transitional season, just get used to it, stay in the Premier League. Or you can say, well, they want to build on what they did last season. Well, the reality is they're ten points off fifth already, mm. so it's unrealistic now, even though we're only at the end of September, for them to 
get anywhere near where they got last season, really, because it's hard to see them making that, that shortfall up. So they, they need to migrate north, up the table. Keep going. They mm. certainly do. Um, we can talk more Premier League action after this. Watch yourself, it's the Ramble Boys Chucking out the bounce, making all the noise Keep your peepers peeled and watch those grubby mitts Cos they're coming for you and your big shop tips We're saying West Ham obviously have been a bit poor this season thus far Leicester City have been mm. the same it's, it's almost that Leicester City aren't able to defend properly now because of those new rules yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Morgan Danny, and uh... Danny Simpson said something interesting in the press today. He said, "Oh, you know, it's it's been on our mind. We've been we've been aware of the fact that um, that these new laws of, and the referees are concentrating more on sort of robust, shall we say, defending in the penalty area, mm. and it's affected us. And, and, and he, I think he was saying it in the context of conceding so many uh, a few soft um, set piece goals against Manchester United. And it's mm. a bit like." Oh, you should really better do it. And not, it's not it's not a coincidence that Shawcross is having a bit of a bad time about it as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Robert Hooth, yeah, not a man for no. the new rules. But that, yeah. that goal Rashford scored for United, they were completely asleep yesterday. Yeah. Completely yeah. That's nothing to do with roughing up strikers. It's like getting within the same post. Well, and height as well. I mean, that was always kind of their strength of the battle. Yeah. They could certainly do... They had some decent headers of the ball. Yeah. Like, look at Zlatan, just absolutely mashed everyone a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see you up against Zlatan. <laughs> You'd be ground into a fine powder yeah, by the end. He'd be running there. between his legs, <laughs> yeah. as would I. There was a point where Danny Simpson and Wes Morgan ran into each other. And I, again, I, I don't feel that you can blame the rules on that. That's, <laughs> that's not the hallmark of a title-winning side, is it? We're not a rough house each other. <laughs> uh, there was a little bit of chat beforehand about a previous feud between Ranieri and Mourinho. Mourinho once described Ranieri as a loser and slagged <laughs> off his English. A lot of, a lot of people... Tag uh, off his girlfriend. Loser. Unfortunately, yeah. Take that point, Dexter. Unfortunately, one of the... Uh, you know, on social media, we do these little graphics of our logo and a little quote from one of us just mm. to get people to listen to the show who haven't heard it before. Go on. Unfortunately... Yeah. Um, Ramble, Ramble editor, and, and, and general all round good egg Joel uh, picked out a spellsy quote. Uh, <laughs> right. And it was, I quite fancy Leicester to nick this one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't put the rest of the quote, which I thought was incredibly unfair. I quite fancy Leicester to nick this. Uh, particular competition in the best goal of the game. No, really. And right. Damari Gray got it. I spent the whole Saturday afternoon firefighting for you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> on no social thanks. Media. No thanks. A bit of gratitude, please. I appreciate yeah, that. You're welcome. That, Gray nearly scored an identical goal a yeah. little later on, which was incredible. Can I just incredible. say, when I say firefighting for Marcus in quotes, it involved commenting on that image, spellsy, and then three laughing emojis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hanging yeah. up to dry. D- deflecting, mate. Damage, <laughs> damage limitation, yeah. 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 <laughs> Acknowledge the mistake. <laughs> well, Ranieri, when asked about a previous feud with Mourinho, he said, I love red wine. If he offers, I will go and drink it with him. I bet he offered that yeah. day. But Ranieri's record going into that game against Mourinho is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, they, they, no. Were, they were nowhere near the level they need to be at. M- Manchester United, as everybody knows, they needed and wanted a performance like that. Um, absolutely. And it's no coincidence, you know, and, and it's been done to death, so we'll just briefly touch on it, I'm sure. But Rooney being taken out that side, the tempo mm, is so much better. Yeah. They, the, the players know their roles. They can move the ball quickly. It doesn't have to go through a guy who's, to be frank, best years are behind him and, mm-hmm. and who has to, is ponderous on the ball and occasionally, occasionally takes too many touches and mm. his first touch isn't that good. They can move the ball at such a tempo yeah. that it really does improve them. It does, certainly. And, and nice to, sorry, just to cut in, it's nice to see um, Matter being given and taking his chance under yeah. Mourinho as well, isn't it? He's really, really shone at this start of the season. He certainly has. And Benteke's shining for Palace. He is. God, what about Palace? Palace? 2 0 down, yet they won 3 2. Three league wins in a row for Palace. Nine goals in those three games, 10 points from four. 
Pards for manager of the month. Your, there's your arrest. But you will, he probably will get manager of the month. <laughs> we should do. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about that marking for Ben Take's winner though? I mean, well, he's so frustrated. Ah, oh, but the, the game's Mize nearly the, up. Mize on the touchline. Yeah, exactly. We've nearly got a point. He probably won't score. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this happen before, and they haven't scored. <laughs> if you look at the statistics, I mean, he's very, very. Unlo- oh, he has done. Yeah, yeah. he has done. Yeah. Was it Mizey? Was it Was it Mizey wearing some uh, rather fetching grey and um, tracky bottoms? Was he? I think he was, yeah, on the touchline, yeah. Was it the old Gabor Kirai's? <laughs> Maybe. It was certainly that, that hue, I that saw Pantone colour. Why, why? Is I, he coming? Is he, was he warming up? I saw them, and the adjective I would use would not be fetching. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Retching. It's, yeah. it's man off to the off-licence to buy a, a paper. And, it's, <laughs> and a half bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> to put round his bottle. Um, <laughs> same thing again, though, isn't it? As we were talking about on the last show, that Sunderland not picking up points in, in August and September. It's, it's insane. <laughs> it's it's had loads Same. of months to that, Jim. It's also no, one, but, it's, but it happens every year. It's like three or four years in a row. Well, it is yeah. true because Moyes is already talking like the club are on their way down. But he has been <laughs> since he got there. <laughs> so he genuinely has. It's like Look, the, the, the size do. of the task in front of me is unbelievable. Lay the foundation. Did you, did you say that in the interview? <laughs> I've, got, I've got nothing to do. I'll come up there for nine months. Yeah, right, really I, cold. I'll wear me trackies. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> But it's one thing to let Christian Benteke to move move to Crystal Palace for thirty million in a transfer window. It's a complete other thing entirely to not then mark him wow. <laughs> set pieces. Yeah, after they after they've uh, equalised to make it two two, and it's one of those ones where the tide of the game turns and everybody knows what's going to happen, and of course there's a but chance. Can you imagine Moyes after the game? Going, he cost thirty million pound. Yeah, thirty million he was. Yeah, why are you not marking him? <laughs> <laughs> Another like, team has decided they want to pay thirty million pounds for him. But the Sunderland players could have turned around like we did and say, "Yeah, but some of these players that are going for big money, we've never even heard of them." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and rightly so. You have heard of them because his name's <laughs> written on that chalkboard, <laughs> circled, starred, and, and now on the score. Yeah, <laughs> but and know, now there's thirty seconds left. Mo- Moyes did say on like on the radio. I think it was an interview on Five Live after the game. He, he, he said that you know. Well, you've got to look at the players. I mean, they've had every different type of manager here, and it's obviously not the manager's fault. No, never. He was saying stuff like it's not ma- it's not the manager's responsibility. Oh. It's, it's, it's got to be the players because it's happening too often. Look, the players have got their part to play, but so does the manager. I think well, everyone. I think I'm not disagreeing with that, but you don't need to hear it from the manager whose job it is to you know yeah, sort it I, out. I love it. It's a particular <laughs> interest of mine when managers obviously have this carefully sculpted plan of how they're going to do things. Mm. Um, and they, they uh, will we'll, we'll say, right, we're going to talk about this in the dressing room, and this is what I'm going to get into the press. And like three weeks into the season, I'm fuming. I am fuming with you lot. Right, you won't hear what I'm going to say now. Right, the players are fucking shit. He <laughs> <laughs> completely goes out the window. He does. No such nonsense on the south coast with Bournemouth. <laughs> Portsmouth winning five one. Yeah, well, come on, you'd get that come in there somehow. I did. I did. I always look out for Portsmouth's result for you, Luke. Five one, it was. Uh, it was. It, for, the, for the avoidance of any sort of doubt, yeah. they won five one. Even Heskey <laughs> scored. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> Bournemouth. It was their own personal tribute to that night in uh, in Germany. Mm. <laughs> Is your phone guy? Surely your phone guy is like. Wah! No, we, we've. I thought you'd, I thought you'd lost no, a few games on the bench. No, we had four in a row. Then we oh, lost, that's right. Yes, then we lost to Accrington, and now we've beaten Barnet. <laughs> We're second in the league. It's just nosebleed oh. stuff. Absolute nosebleed. <laughs> all over, nosebleed all over the south coast. It's, it's, it's got as, as I say, back to Bournemouth. They, they beat Everton one 0 They got a win as well. Yeah. How a tune solent derby next season, Luke. You Bournemouth have won. Southampton have won. Portsmouth have won. Yeah, they're all winning. How's lads what, at what's end? What's a hotbed? They beat Everton, and Everton have started the season very well. This throws weight behind Pete's ridiculing of anyone who said Everton could be title contenders. Yeah, mm. I, loved, I loved this highlight of the week from Jamie Landy. He says, uh, my highlight of the week is Harry Arter, who cost £4,000 from Woking, mm. single-handedly bossing a midfield of Idrissa Gay, 
um, Gareth Barry and Ross Barkley. Mm. Mm. Got to be happy with that. He's got to be very happy. And the goal was a beauty. It was. Stanislaus, mm. I think it was. Very nice. Um, Eddie Howe's loving having uh, Jack Wilshire there, isn't he? he? He said it's well done. It was very brave of him to take a step back in time. Oh, yeah. Because obviously the facilities aren't quite, obviously, mm. Arsenal's yeah. and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Self-deprecating as well. Ugh. Well, yeah, but... The, the, man's, the man's got a, big, a bright future. Eddie <laughs> <laughs> uh, Howe, not Joe Wilshere. Yeah, OK. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of bright futures, let's go down to the Championship. Aston Villa won Newcastle won Premier League scenes in the Championship. Mm, Peter, stinking. Said you, a lo- said, you were there. said a lot about my psychology that I watched this game because I knew Pete was there. <laughs> what, you were watching the crowd? Didn't see him. Didn't see him in Pete the crowd. Pete Cam. What end, were, what, what, what end were you in, Donnie? I was in the closest I could have been next to the uh, Newcastle fans without actually being with the Newcastle fans. And it was, pound for pound, the worst football-related uh, experience I've ever had. In, in my many years. You got a point? It, no, it wasn't what was happening <laughs> around the field. It was the fact I was constantly worried about getting beaten up. I was in what Isn't can only be described... Sort of, you know, everyday life. That's life. everyday life. So, was it because of what you were doing so or people recognised so you? We buy, um, so we buy our tickets uh, late and we buy them from like a ticket exchanging website oh. and there was, it was a block of four. Yeah. So me and three lads... How much did it cost you? Uh, 35 quid a piece. Okay. No, actually, it might have been 25, actually, thinking about it. But still very expensive for How what happened. How did you And, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to pay for hours. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, it's unbelievable. And so we get stuck into this area that's... Sorry, it's, it's everyone... Listen, every person you in... You want to explain to Marcus that a lot of actual fans, they actually sit in the actual stand. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, we don't have it's dinner. We had to buy a hot dog at the halftime. I'm amazed you ventured out of central London <laughs> and Soho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it just it was not a members bar, was it, no, Peter? No, Marcus, um, they bought a ticket. It didn't get any food with it. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> didn't need to do that, though. Yeah. You gave vouchers or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. so I'm in there, and uh, I'm surrounded by, like, Stone Island crew. They are all wearing... They're all in, like, firms, effectively. And they're all and all they're doing, not watching the football, they're shouting F, Evan and Blinded at, yeah, the, at the Geordies and um, filming which ones they want to fight. Yeah, wow. so they're sort of like so they're zooming in and sort of going, you and then harnessing new technology. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. Like like it but what I like about the young, <laughs> the younger hooligan is they never need to back up their uh, hubris, let's say, with any action because it's so well policed. They can just spend the whole match whinging mm. and shouting and swearing. I'm going to, I'm going to f you like, up. I'm going to um, smack you up and stuff. Like the Liberal Democrats. Yeah, yeah. They're going to get in. And then it obviously backfires. Like, but, yeah. but, about, but about halfway through the first half, I was, you know, I wasn't cheering for either side because I thought I was going to get filled in. Mm. But this fucking ginger beluga of a twat next to me, mm. he was like, he just Not turns me, to me and he goes, I wasn't there. He just turns <laughs> to me, ginger. he just turns to me and goes, as loud as he could, he went, Ian, mate, are you a Jody? And so everybody starts fucking bristling and I'm like, oh, fuff. And I'm like, technically I'm not a Jody. <laughs> No, mate, I'm not a Jody. Did you do your Cockney accent? Did you do your Michael Caine? I, 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 I rough. I, <laughs> Did you do your Michael Caine? I smoothed off some of the uh, the, the, the longer vowels in my. Yeah, uh, in you my can imagine thinking, yeah. right, I can do Michael Caine, but I can only say one sentence. <laughs> How can I weave this into the answer? There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so yeah, but then uh, he's like, "All right, mate," and I went, and I went. Uh, what the fuck is I think I said like what the fuck is wrong with you because he wasn't watching the match all over through and, and him and his mates him and his ruffian, oh. ruffian mates oh. anyway and then you're he missing went, the ticky tacker what gets me is and then he actually moved away from me like he didn't oh. want to be associated so the rest of the uh, so the rest of the stand were just watching what I was doing hang on he didn't moved want to be away. he, he moved away from me didn't want to be associated with you I was like oh. But I'm technically not, so I can happily just say no. What accent is that you just did? Who's in Birmingham? Good Birmingham. Yeah. Um, you do I, a good Birmingham. 
All right. All right. All right. You can't start. Right. Don't start with all right. Okay. Hello. Are you a Jordan man? <laughs> <laughs> it's better than yours. It was, bl- oh, it was bloody dreadful. We're not playing, I was, I was we're not playing walk- Birmingham the last time. I was, show, wa- I was <laughs> walking uh, past Craven Cottage the other day. He never goes in now, does he? No. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, I was, and I saw a sticker on a street sign said, that said um, football, fashion, and fighting. Yeah. And I thought, well, is that what it is now? Is that what hooligans the three Fs. Put the stickers on things. Yeah, but Fulham, they don't have... The, the firms are law firms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll smash your heads in in court. Yeah. No <laughs> fee. No <laughs> win, no fee. Anyway, <laughs> 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 oh. how was the game? It was Elfie no fun. Known goal, well, it was no, it, well, it was no fun. But it started quite brightly for Newcastle, didn't it? But uh, but they just didn't take the chances. And then uh, all the Newcastle fans um, blamed... Matt sells the goalkeeper and abused him on Twitter, so he went off Twitter. Oh, That's how to solve a problem, isn't it? Terrible day's work. Ab- abuse. Oh, oh they were horrible, on did you, did Luke. You, did you, I, I did not enjoy that match at all. Yeah, it was horrible. On to the main event. Did you hit the tiles afterwards, didn't you? <laughs> did it the tiles, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit the, the heads off the tiles, did you? <laughs> what time did you roll in? Uh, both nights, half two. Okay, so that's the improvement. Well, what do you mean improvement? Well done. Outrageous. Both yeah. nights. Both nights. Well, I went out on the Friday. Very I very went to a video game expo on Friday. Well, that's, that's, where that's where they recognised you from. Yeah. <laughs> Bearing in mind earlier on, he was talking about how that when he goes to stay with his parents, he doesn't get in until four in the morning and his dad wakes him up at six so he wants to use the computer in the spare room. Yeah, there's no reason <laughs> for him to be using the computer in the spare room. <laughs> Well, that's what you oh, think. He's got a t- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be doing that while I'm asleep. That particular act. Yeah, there you go. Oh, just log in on. Oh, you've already got it ready for me, son. Fatherly honest. We are going to go abroad and do some emailing after... Not emailing, we're going to read some emails after this. Mm. So good. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So good. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Don't forget the preview show is out this Friday morning, sponsored by Bet365. Oh, it's it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, we, we let ourselves down by uh, harassing and haranguing Jim last week, and then Arsenal come out and 
hit us one right in the eye, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, we said both sides to score. Chelsea have let us down. They have, but I mean, we, mm. we, we got Jim to pre-record a load of reactions to when Arsenal never to be lost. Mm. And, um, and they, yeah, we didn't get to use them. So, yeah, he's, he's very happy. Use them next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we've got an email. Oh, yes. Do we? Yes. A very Peter. Sp- what? Very, very special email. Okay. From Is Mr. It? Kevin Carruthers. And, and Kevin Carruthers update, as asked Oh, for. was I supposed to read that out? You do emails, mate. <laughs> it's the only responsibility you've got on don't, this show. Don't do them on a Monday, usually. We do them on a Thursday. We do, but we did Because we need to flesh them out. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of time where Sorry. Pete goes, I'm here. Marcus, do you want me to put this up? Yeah. You know the email that Marcus sends around with the title running order? Right. That's the, by, and I will... Is admit, it in the running order? I will admit that we do occasionally waver from it. Right. But that's... <laughs> Treat that as a wild Is it in the running? Is the email in the running order? Yes. No, uh, it isn't. Ad break. No, it isn't. I'm, I'm reading it verbatim. Ad right. break. Football Rumble Preview Show sponsored by Bet365 on Friday morning. Email, email. Kevin Carruthers. Right, yeah, but that's. Why don't you put the email in the body of the running order? Then I've got it, haven't I? Oh, why don't we do everything yeah. for you? Yeah. I never get down that far. Yeah, I can see what those jewels I never those, get those down that far. I can see what those brummies thought you were an absolute dick. <laughs> Oh, right. Have you found it? Do you want to fill in some I yeah. found it. Do you want to get your dad's your fat mouth? Should we get right. your dad to log in for you? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's supposed to be an absolute techno gimp as well. Even this no is from Kevin Carruthers. Yeah. Hi, chaps. Do you want to give a bit of background? Give for people? Bit. You give the background, I'll read the fucking email, because that's my job, apparently. Right. Lots of sweary words this yeah. week, come on. <laughs> um, Kevin Carruthers is a man... Um, Good, I could have done that, man. Yeah, who who um who once started a job at a new law firm. He's a lawyer, I believe. Is his firm, and, and, it, and it got and it got and it got mixed up. And he's actually a Leeds United fan, but mm. along the way, his boss thought he was a Spurs fan. Mm. And it was one of those things where it went too far, and he couldn't change it. He couldn't tell him any different. Mm. So he had to pretend to be a Spurs fan over and over again. Yep. Go to, but to the point where he had to go to games, go to the executive box at White Lane. No, he went to away games yeah. and stayed the night. Yeah, cheer, <laughs> cheer results, everything. And so we said, I wonder what's happened to him. So we asked him for an email, and he's emailed in and taken. Away, Pete. There we go. Hi, chaps. After the call to arms a few weeks back, I thought I'd drop you a line about my plight as a Spurs fan. Many will be pleased to know that I have now left the employment of said boss, who mistakenly thought of me as a Spurs fan. Surely I'm now free to scream my support for Leeds United from the rooftops. Well, you'd be wrong, Willis. Uh, <laughs> the industry I work in is fairly niche, and we often move in the same circles. Therefore, with the fear of being found out down the line, I had the choice to make on day one at my new place. Do I say I support Leeds, oh, or does like the that. saga continue and I say Spurs? I went with the latter. Oh my god! Yes, it's getting to the unbelievable. Point now. You know, in the film ID, where he has to go undercover as a, as a football hooligan, oh, yeah. and by the end, he actually becomes a football hooligan. Mm, yeah. Two years time, we're going to get another email from Carruthers, and he's going to be a Spurs season. More like District Nine. I should yeah. be more the talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah, more quite. a lot less sinister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I'm no longer travelling to United Spurs fixtures regularly, I am still maintaining my status. I often get asked who we are playing at the weekend, and being a Leeds fan, my mind screams Rotherham away. <laughs> <laughs> but I often find myself looking blank and using the Sky Sports app to look it up. The main problem I have at work these days is that the office clown is a Bantasaurus Arsenal fan TV <laughs> type gooner. He often gives me some bants about our rivalry, which uh. I laugh off. The politically collect- correct... Collectical? Co- colorectal? Term? Which one are you trying to say? Well, well, he's written colorectical or colorectal. Yeah. Which he, isn't, surely? Correct? Co- colorectal. I don't like know. Like, has he made that... Has he used that word before and he's tried to write correct Peter, and that's what's come in? He's a lawyer... You've got like two A levels. I go, 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 just give him the give him the benefit. Oh, of that. Though, Carruthers makes a lot of things up. 
unreliable narrator. He's a multi character, isn't he? By the way, that name's not real. No, we gave you that name. The politically correct term for this bot is a massive prick, but he is technically my underling, assistant to the regional manager. So I'm hatching plans to get him fired. Anyway, anyway, the mask hasn't slipped. Come on, you Spurs! Thank you very much, Kev. He is in deep. That's fantastic. You are in what You are in colorectal, mate. Yeah. Good old Kev. Nice to hear from him. It's lovely to hear. If you're going to do a top three all-time emails, you've got to be him and Testicle Matt. Got to be in there. I can't think of a third one. I don't know why I said three. We've had so many. Yeah, we've had so many from you, the good listeners. And please. Don't let that stream well, dry up. We can't do too many emails because the standard is generally so good that we don't want to shut ourselves off. <laughs> <laughs> See how it works, isn't it? Yeah. That's true. Um, let's go to La Liga. Valencia sacked uh, the, their manager last week, uh, Paco Ayesteran, uh, less than six months into uh, his time. He's as continuing head coach. Gary Neville's fine work. Mm. He is. Well, I think so. he's improved upon it. Is it? Well, yeah, he, he he's, that term. he's got a better or worse. Record, yeah, because yeah. Neville had the worst record of any coach in Valencia's history, which is which is <laughs> wonderful. But uh, Ayesteran has uh, bettered that, if you know what I mean, or worsened that. I don't know what would be the word. Taking ten points in twelve games, whereas whereas it's Gary fun. picked up six, 14 points. It's funny with Neville because when you put him on the touchdown at Old Trafford before a game, he knows everything, doesn't he? Does, he? yeah, yeah. Hey, careful, <laughs> mate. Come on, people can easily call us out. Here. I wouldn't be stupid enough to take a professional management job. You would, <laughs> oh, yes, you would. you would. You'd fancy yourself. To you know, sort Valencia. Yeah, out. the thing is, by my by my by my reckoning with Gary Neville, he got ten points in twelve games, right? No, so, Neville, I think got fourteen points in. 16. Oh, sorry, fourteen points. That's no better than chance. Surely, that's not. I sort of agree with you that. Have no, you could have no no manager at all, mm. and you think the record would be yeah, around I reckon, that. I reckon I would. Yeah, if you turned up and you just put four four two on the chalkboard, yeah. and went, get out there. Yeah, you'd have a chance of getting fourteen points. I think you're right in and the league. There's some dead robbers. The, the real um, the real victim of all this is Voro, the lesser the lesser mentioned Voro, who's now on his fourth stint as caretaker manager at Valencia. Oh. He's not, he's the he is the Valencia's David Pleat. I mean, like he, a, he like comes, a sort he, of supply teacher. Yeah, they just he keep is. around. What's he his is. name? Uh, Voro. V O R O. Well, he he covers up a lot of problems. It's it's the Mask of Voro. <laughs> yeah, I like the way you checked his name first. <laughs> yeah. mm. I don't want to look stupid doing this. Yeah, so I'm just going to double check. Didn't have a confidence. Yeah. I thought, I thought, was his what name Voro? What would you Zorro? have said otherwise? Sorry, yeah. was, his I thought, was his name? And uh, how'd you spell that? <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> Better it. Or uh, worser it, like Gary. If it, but if he'd have said another name, you wouldn't be able to use it. So I just want to know what would have happened. Um, Big I want to know what, what, who's through the other logic get. Is, is Paco Ayesteran a, a, a the guy who was the assistant manager to Benitez at Liverpool for a while and he was a really must-hire coach on Championship Manager one year? What was I he? Think, I think he is, yeah. Well, he was Neville's assistant for a bit, or he was certainly in the background. Was he? Okay. Mm. He's obviously highly respected coach. One of those guys who not came to the foreground. Uh, elsewhere in La Liga, Real Madrid do, drew two all with uh, Las Palmas. But the big news was that Cristiano Ronaldo was subbed off with 18 minutes to go. What? Now, obviously, he hardly ever gets subbed, and you think, well, yeah, but it was the first time he was tactically substituted in seven years. Wow. Obviously, not injury because he came off in the European Championship yeah. final for Portugal and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, that, that is quite incredible, isn't it? Yeah. It's, was he fuming? I didn't see it. Was he fuming? Well, he, he wasn't best pleased. No. Um, um, I think Real Madrid, were, they were leading when he came off, and then they conceded an equaliser with six minutes to go. His mum tweeted a picture of him sitting on the bench looking a little bit ticked off, saying, Never lower your head. Uh, the last thing you need, isn't it? Your mum on Twitter sort of digging at you. <laughs> I don't think she's digging at him. Yeah, she, no, she's trying to encourage him. <laughs> yeah. Look at you in the subs bench, your mug. Bit annoying, though. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> Daft little son. Yeah, yeah, don't quit anytime soon because I want another extension. 
Pete, is your dad on Twitter? That's why he's on the computer all the time. No. He's not on Twitter. Yeah, he's not on Twitter. He's on Facebook as a nom de plume. Let's not. Is he really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. He's out there. He's out there, guys. He's a dab hand with Photoshop, isn't he, as well, your dad? He's got massively into Photoshop. He's great at masks. He's got better and better every year. You do send us a few bits of his handiwork on the old WhatsApp sometimes. Whenever like there's a live show and there's a picture of me that gets tweeted by the Ramble account, he will stick... He'll stick either my head on someone, think something else, yes. or stick someone else's head on my body. So he must be on Twitter then. It's enjoyable. No, he just emails it to me and goes, "Look at this. All that work for just me." <laughs> yeah, but you, you spread the wealth. Don't no, but how yeah, did he the find <laughs> the pictures to Photoshop in the first place? Well, you can go on Twitter without be, ha- holding an account, can't you? I just yeah. think he's probably got one. That you yeah, don't I, know. I, I agree. With oh, you, God. I think he probably has as well. Yeah. Well, like tweeting like really right wing, scary stuff. Nine <laughs> <laughs> Eleven never happened. All yeah, that stuff. The only evidence I've got to work on is his son. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Serie A, and there was some news outlets are now calling them Joe Hart's Torino. Mm. Beat Roma 3-1. Hart managed to keep out his former teammate Edin Dzeko, but he couldn't stop a nearly 40-year-old Francesco Totti, who scored yeah. two days short of his 40th, which takes yeah. him to 250 Serie A goals. James Horncastle tweeted, mm. six goals and five assists in Totti's last 13 league games, and he's 40 on Tuesday. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like an actual centurion. I mean, there's, yeah. a, there's a few that were well, penalties and whatnot, but they've still got to be stuck away. But he's playing in his 20. 25th Serie A season. Yeah, I saw a picture of him. I think he made his... Um, I don't know if this will be right, but I think he made his debut in 1993, and someone wow. t- t- tweeted a picture of him in 1993. He looks almost exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that's that's ten, 10 goals a season average. Yeah. Well, which is amazing over 25 yeah. years, isn't it? Well, played, yeah. well, he's 24 goals short of Silvio Piola's record of 274 Serie A. Is he going to get it? Ooh. Well, another couple of seasons and he might, but... Oh, I don't know. 24. He signed like an eight-year contract about two years ago, didn't he? With the, with, the, uh, with, the, <laughs> with the understanding that he would move into being a coach right. or a director for whatever he wants to do, basically. Yeah. So he's, he's under contract there for, for, for a good while. Mm. But uh, from from uh, one end of the, uh, the footballing age spectrum to the other, Giovanni Simeone... Diego's son scored on his first uh, Serie A start for Genoa in a one-all draw with Pescara. His team finished the match with nine men. So if he's anything like his father, he's in the right team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The nice he finish pr- as he well. He probably thinks perfectly normal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he, no, he, no, it's brilliant. You don't want to end the game of all your players. <laughs> <laughs> Perish the thought. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just quickly to, to the Netherlands, what about this? Uh, Willem Twee's midfielder, Anu Kali, became the first player in the Netherlands to be sent off by video assistant uh, by the video assistant referee after a yellow card it was a cup tie last week this was actually I don't like this yeah I know you don't which is why like, 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 two, two packs hologram yeah. <laughs> it's inevitable Jimmy you're right and, and, accept it but for me it, it, it feels like the end of it feels like almost the start of the end if it was you know it do you know what I mean you robot refs and that will be next yeah like, quite I mean I can remember when we used to talk about it when we were kids a little bit but like, could we be professional footballers when we're older? Obviously, mm. the answer is no because we've got no talent. But generally speaking, <laughs> will they all be Android players? Will they be, we don't, you didn't know. Mm. And this to me feels a bit like a move away from football as we know it. And of course, you're right, Jim. It probably is inevitable. And I just Are you get, comparing this to robot footballers? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the film Terminator 2? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, the International Football Association Board, which oversees the rules of the game, will decide in. Well, people think they'll decide in 2018 whether to bring in video technology and include it in the laws. It was used when France beat Italy in um, the World Cup final no it, well, it, <laughs> arguably yeah. uh, but when they beat Italy what's in a, a geeky joke uh, when they beat Italy in a friendly international in Bali last month although I don't think the, the it, it wasn't actioned 
No. Like it was but the, in this the, Dutch the, game. the debate presumably is around stopping the play mm-hmm. for this yeah. to happen. Mm. So if, if you if you are stopping the play, I mean to me it's gonna it's gonna be a bit of a shame. Mm. It, I mean to to put it mildly, it's gonna be a shame. Wasn't it the case that it actually didn't know? No, I don't in think this, it did, no, instance. but I'm just saying if they were to go down this route, which it looks like they are, for me, I would very much not like not to stop the play to do it. Because mm. if you if you look at what we've got with the um with the goal, goal line technology at the moment, it doesn't seem to impinge on the game very much. Can you not do like a Hawkeye thing? You get, you know, two a two a half or something? Two challenges a half. I don't like that. It's not, t- it's not tennis, Donaldson. It's not tennis, Donaldson. No. Who's <laughs> this tennis? Your alter, your alter ego. <laughs> your disco dancing alter ego. On the, on the tennis ramble. Oh. Come down to the dance floor. Tennis, Donaldson. Uh, making his usual racket. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> Good um, God. <laughs> Stop stringing this along. <laughs> um, I th- the, the decision was uh, changing a yellow card into a red card. Yeah, upping it. Yeah, that's Which, right. So, so obviously, that. sorry, yeah, I, think I understand. Perhaps you're already yeah. upgrading it. Upgrade. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> or if you're the player, nobody wants. Downgrading it. <laughs> yeah, it evolved into a red card. Yeah, Your Honour. Um, I, I think I, because it's it was a, obviously um, an assistant referee doing the video, mm. um, and I just the, the problem with football is unlike say cricket or rugby, did the ball cross the line or did the ball come off the batsman's? Leg or all these kind of uh, decisions, there is a definite yes or no. Yeah. Whereas football, obviously, that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's open to interpretation. Well, my, my, the example I give, and I talk a bit about this in the book that we've got coming out, because I talk a little bit about refereeing and how hard their job has become. And for me, the, the, the problem is it comes down to an interpretation. So a lot of time in key decisions, more often than not with referees, the, the controversy and, and, the, and the issue comes down to their interpretation. Mm. If you've got a player running... 100 mile an hour into the 18 yard box with the defender tracking him there's a tangle of legs and, fall, and he falls over right on the edge you get four referees they'll get four different decisions mm. free kick outside the box penalty dive you know there's lots of things yeah. you can do and I don't see how video efficiency is going to help aren't that. the rules a little bit clearer on stuff like that though like for that very reason you know, every single season we get new um, guidelines about referees and stuff like that. And surely there must be hard and fast rules for, for every situation. Surely, well, there's, there's not really. I mean, there, there's not hard and fast laws. No, there, there are a load of the IFAB and and uh, FIFA, of course, do do that every year and they update them and change them around. But it, a lot of it is is down to the referee to make the right call. Mm. And and um, I talked a bit about the Super Bowl in, in the NFL last 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 season. There was a big call in that game and they stopped it for ages and played it from loads of different angles and a lot of people still think they got the wrong decision. Mm. They still think well, it now. That, that, that might be the case, though, at the same time. like Surely just having having an extra look at something is only going to make you get that decision right um, compared to just More seeing it times, once yeah. and then... But then the problem is... It's though, there to help, isn't it? It's not, it is, it's not there to be the, an the problem, overarching authority, The surely. problem is that if a referee doesn't see it, you can let him off. You can moan about the referee and you think, but it's, it's tough to referee, blah, blah, blah. If somebody with a video replay um, sees it from all different angles and then gives the wrong decision or gives a decision people are unhappy about, people think, this is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it makes me think. That's my point. Do it's... we need rules? <laughs> Just <laughs> do, do what you want. Yeah. Do what you want. You get the ball in the back of the net as many times as you can. If you yeah. do that, you win. We don't need any rules for this section. It's Highlights of the Week with Luke Moore. It is Highlights of the Week, but before I go over there, I'm going to do a little stop-off. If you, don't, if you don't mind at the service station of thefootballrealm.com <laughs> where um, Kelly the always excellent Kelly Rosen oh, yeah. has reviewed Joey Barton's book and it's mm. an excellent book review she hasn't asked me to say that I genuinely mean it you should read it on thefootballrealm.com and uh, if you check back as well we're going to have an exclusive interview with Joey Barton on the website too so that's worth checking out but um, thefootballrealm.com highlights of the week um, Joseph Bramley's got in touch with a, a running theme we've had about players who've played the most amount of games without scoring goals mm. he said he'd like to throw Eric Aberdal into the mix ah. 328 
league games, 67 caps for France, has never scored. That's Blimey, that's I didn't incredible. know that. Seven that, league titles, eight domestic cups, Good two Lord. Champions League wins, no goals. Is his career, is his career a failure? That, well, <laughs> that's the whole point of football, isn't it? And yeah. if he's a footballer, he's failed in many ways. If we, if we let nothing of ten years almost of doing this show, it's the game is about personal glory and he should be ashamed well, of it. Well, in the, in the age We've of, all scored as many goals as he did. In the <laughs> age of short, sharp shareable clips and yeah. gifts and all the rest yeah. of it he's nowhere he's got nothing that's why yeah. people have forgotten about him not like he wasn't playing in an attacking side <laughs> <laughs> no you think he would have popped up yeah. <laughs> anyway um, by the way I will be totally honest here with Joseph I've taken his, his word for it I've not checked uh-huh. so I mean if he's got a couple in, in, in a bag then I apologise to you Eric um, Cristiano Shuttleworth that's a great name mm. it can't be real um, he says um, my highlight of the week was Stuart Pearce criticising Chelsea's attacking substitutions this is a man who put David James up front when needing a goal yeah Hashtag never forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an anniversary. Yeah. Um, yeah. James, Quinn, James Quinn follows up on what we were saying earlier about FIFA disbanding its anti-racism task force, saying it completely fulfilled its mission. Glad that's all sorted, lads. What a relief. Uh, Gay Bump says, Nostra, Nostra Donaldson haunting Gary Cahill. Mm. Uh, nice to see. <laughs> Paul Butterfield, this is a nice one. Hello to you, Paul. He says, I've recently moved to New York for uni. And my classmates all joined me to watch my team, Celtic, get battered 7-0 by Barcelona two weeks ago. When we beat Kilmarnock 6-1 this week, they were nowhere to be found. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fair weather friends. Um, what else have we got here? Oh, yeah, one more, one more thing. This is quite funny. Craig Lee. Two local under-8 teams having their dreams crushed at the halftime exhibition match at the Stadium of Light because it was abandoned due to the staff not being able to construct a temporary goal properly. Aww. The club is not only fucked at the top, but also at the very bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also I've got one more for you, Pete. James Stern emailed. Um, right. You wouldn't have read it because you haven't read the emails. We found it earlier. He t- he, listen to this. This is a great email. Right. He says, he took a picture of your tattoo on the tube the other day mm. because he's a big Monkey Island fan. He didn't know it was you he just liked the tattoo and when he heard it on the show he then got in touch and said I've got a photo of his tattoo that isn't is that weird is it actually my leg though it, I checked in it is you it's 100% you, you. <laughs> yeah. how you do you know I checked it against my files it's <laughs> <laughs> definitely you from all angles yeah, yeah. you've got all the pictures just yeah. in case I'm found in a ditch somewhere have, exactly. <laughs> have you got records of my teeth that's stuff like that that's an inevitability that's a bit inevitability speaking of crazy inevitability sounds quite sinister speaking of crazy words I want to apologise to uh, let's bleep that. Um, Kev Carruthers, uh, colorectal is indeed a, a word. So that's so. what you've been doing in the last 10 minutes, is it? <laughs> yeah. People will be thinking, he's still on this show. <laughs> Researching their emails he doesn't read. Dictionary.com. <laughs> Dictionary.com's Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, any more for any more? We're playing Win- Winchester this Friday. We're off to Winchester mm. on Friday. Still a few tickets left. Uh-huh. Uh, it should be a great, fun live show. So come, Theatre Royal. Yeah, if Pete's Worcester show finishes early, yeah. maybe there yeah. as well. <laughs> I'll get in the chopper. Yeah. You're doing <laughs> that one-man thing in Worcester. Yeah. <laughs> what, have, you, have you got anything written? No, it's a freewheel email. Get yeah. your green uh, CGI, CGI suit. <laughs> yeah. Give the secrets of the show away. It'll be in Worcester. Yeah. Yeah, Someone's got to fill the gap. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Uh, there we are. Remember to go to thefootballramble.com, as Luke said earlier. There's, a, there's some good things there. The Joey Barton uh, book review. And all sorts of things that you just... It'll blow your minds. Yes. Uh, and come and see us uh, in Winchester on Friday. There are a few tickets left. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey. A yo a Joe day. And it is goodbye from me.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.